Welcome. Today is Monday, December 7th. I am Ryan L. This is Sports Time with the Sage. And remember when Mac Nagy was a good coach? Well, he was, apparently, because he won Coach of the Year in just 2018. And this is more an overall point on how fraudulent or misleading awards can be. Uh, But the NFL Coach of the Year, nothing is quite like that. So Matt Nagy, Coach of the Year in 2018. All right, that's just just one. Well, there, there was 2019, that was last year, that was Harbaugh, then Nagy. All right, so he's just a couple years removed from that. You know who was second? In Coach of the Year in 2018. Again, this is just two years ago. Anthony Lynn. Is there two coaches that need to go more than Matt Nagy and Anthony Lynn? Maybe Adam Gase, but uh, it's incredible. And I was looking at the Coach of the Year awards, so you got some beauties in there. All right. 2016, Jason Garrett, (laughs) how's he doing? Let me go over some other winners. Mike Smith, Atlanta, remember him? 2008 Coach of the Year. Lovey Smith, Coach of the Year. Sorry, Bear fans. Dick Geron, Coach of the Year. Jimmy Hazlitt, Coach of the Year. Jim Fossil, Coach of the Year. Dom Capers, Coach of the Year. And these are all within the last 20 years. Marvin Lewis, Coach of the Year. Bruce Arians has won it twice. Ron Rivera has won it twice. The Hoodie has only won it three times. Andy Reid has only won it once. Sean Payton has only won it once. Mike Tomlin has never won it. So, yeah. That's something else. Uh, NFL Coach of the Year. And this year, who do you give it to? Price uh, Cleveland? Stefanski? I guess. You probably would give it to him, though. A lot of people are saying, this is Belichick's best coaching job ever. (laughs) That's also a good one. But essentially, the NFL Coach of the Year is when your team is most improved. So it's, it's a wild award, but I thought, you know, there's a lot of good stats going around. I thought Matt Nagy and Anthony Lynn being 1-2 in NFL Coach of the Year just two years ago was pretty incredible. All right, let's get the stage on the line. Breakdown, week 13. Looking forward to the fantasy playoffs. Let's do it. All right, that means one thing, and one thing only. We got the sports stage on the line. Dad, how you doing? Good, Ryan. How you doing today? Beautiful day here in the valley. It is. It is. We. Uh, this is why we live here. It's. Uh, it's fantastic out. It is. It is. So, week thirteen is over. Another fantasy regular season. 
come and gone and fast probably, but uh, let's just give first off kudos to the NFL. You know, you did it. Yes. Good job. They did. I know a lot of people, they know everything. NFL doesn't know anything. Right. Just people like that in life kind of drive me crazy, but uh, it's so easy to second guess. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, they did a tremendous job. They really did. Yep. And if you do want to criticize, you know, anything, you gotta, you gotta be fair and give credit when it's, when it's not, you know, not, you know, not the way you see it. And they did it big time. So unbelievable, you know, no games. Uh, Let's get, well, we talked about Arizona. How nice is it here? It's not as nice for the Cardinals. Um, is it, I don't I don't think it's as easy to just say Kyler's hurt. Do you? Well, he was hurt last week. Well, yeah, I'm talking actually since the Hail Mary, he's been not that. Well, I got hurt. I mean, he did get hurt though. So uh, he had one bad game, and he was hurt. So yesterday, I still think he's not 100, percent but he was better than he was week before, and. I mean, he's the least of their problems. I mean, he's not a problem. They're they're blessed to have him. But he seems very unhappy with the offense, you know, which is ironic because that was why Kingsbury fell in love with him with the first pick because they ran the same offense. But I don't know. I, I'm for the first time, I'm questioning Kingsbury a little bit, uh, his play calling. Uh, I mean, what is going on with Hopkins? Uh, yeah, that was, I mean, the Rams are, they're a solid football team. They're probably, I mean, it's so hard because you can lay an egg any week, but they're top five NFC. Definitely. So, you know, they're a good ball club. Yep. Uh, and, you know, the Cardinals were spotted to a seven point lead, really. Yep. And just couldn't get the job done. I do think that Gonzalez needs to go. I know they've Kingsbury's defended him, but indoors, you're missing big kick after big kick. No, let's try somebody else. Yep. Um, yeah, uh, you kind of hit on everything that I saw. Uh, the coaching, yeah, I, I don't like the game management or the game plans from Kingsbury at all. You're seeing, you know, McVay, who is an elite coach. You know, he he's doing something different every week. He's really coaching them up. You know, like how about maybe getting some design runs for Kyler a little more? Well, this is where it. This has only happened since he got hurt. They had those runs. They don't have them anymore. Okay, he's not. I mean, if those were before he was hurt, a down along the goal line, he, I mean, they had several opportunities. He was taking one or two of those. Okay. He's not taking any. All right. If you, he's not doing the option. Okay. It's, he's handing off every single time. If he had been healthy, they could have won that game. Okay. But so. We'll chalk that up uh, to the injury. Okay. I'll give you that one. Uh, the game management still, I've, there's been that. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't like that. Okay. Um, the kicking, like you said, like that so rarely does it ever turn around once those, it's so mental, like once the kickers, especially if you're not an established guy, yes. so he's got to go. And then, you know, maybe, 
maybe that's why they got Hopkins. Maybe he's got some underlying, you know, wear and tear on him because uh, he doesn't look like the same player. You know, he's not getting as open as you'd like to see. Um, so, yeah, that was, that was, you know, that was concerning. Moving forward, I mean, do you, is Kyler, like, is he a lock? To, you know, because they got a rough matchup next week. Like, let's say Tannehill, you know, who's against Jacksonville. I mean, I guess how how far does Murray fall for you as far as just for next week? Well, it's certainly something to consider. I mean, just comparing those two. I mean, Jacksonville is just really poor. They're secondary. I'm, and, you know, Tannehill really – pour down the garbage points, but who cares? He had 33 in, in our scoring formats. So, right. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I would still probably go with, with Kyler just cause with each passing day from when he got hurt, there is a higher possibility that he'll start running again and you need him for him to be elite. You need him to run the ball. Right. So, uh, but yeah. yeah, it's something you got to consider. And this is the first week all year, you could say that. Um, moving to the Rams, you know, Goff, it, he, when he puts him in good spots, McVay, that is, Goff looks good. Uh, and, you know, Woods and Cup did it again. They've kind of, the Rams, you know, we've, we've talked about them all year, and now they've switched their, you know, game plan. Let's start with the passing. We'll get to Acres then after that. So what do you see? Do you go back to trusting those two guys? Woods and Cup? Well, you know, it's Mc... I trust those two. I don't trust McVeigh. And, uh, I mean, he just tore up the plans from last year through the first 10 games, and it was run, 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 run. Uh, you know, Run neutral, heavy, one of the heaviest run neutral offenses in the entire league with all those weapons. Uh, now, Henderson has fallen off a little bit and Akers has emerged. So could they go back to the run heavy? I believe they could, depending on, I mean, that's the key. Now they they have a quick turnaround. I believe they play the Patriots. They do. They can you can run on the Patriots. Okay, forget that game yesterday. Uh, right. In terms of you know all of a sudden right. anointing the Patriots as a stud defense like right. they were last year. Right. Uh, so th- it remains to be seen. And then they have so many weapons on pass receiving. I mean, even Je- Ben Jefferson had five. Right. Uh, now, all of a sudden, you know, Josh Reynolds, who was out targeting Woods a few weeks ago, like three weeks in a row, now he had one target. So who knows? You know, really? Yeah. Uh, I guess I'm, I'm a little – I feel stronger about those Woods and Cup, you know, because they're really talented players. And now it's almost – as far as, like, the game plan being so unpredictable – like, you know, gimme, I'm in general is going to default to the talent as the number one, you know, decider as far as fantasy factors, whether it's, you know, game plan, usage, that type of thing. Like the talented guys, I like those two guys are really talented. You know, they 
they came out passing right away. I like that. As far as running, I mean, Akers, he got he was like 52 snaps, I think. To I mean, he pretty much was in there the entire time. You sounds like you don't trust that. Well, not you know, I'm going to have to see it again, but it's sure looking like that. I mean, he had 21 carries to Henderson's three. Right. I mean, that's a total turnaround from a month ago. And it was, yep. And it was 51 snaps to like 12. And I guess in terms of, do you trust it? I'm talking about just next week from what we're, you know, for the playoffs. Uh, well, you don't know. Here's the problem next week. The Rams are playing the Patriots. Like I mentioned Thursday night, uh, Gilmore's probably shadowing Robert Woods. I mean, Gilmore shadowed Keenan Allen yesterday, and oh, okay. that was the biggest shutdown he's had all season. Okay, I was. We'll get to that. We'll, we'll, okay, let's just go to that game right now. Um, well, I mean, just talk. So moving forward, I mean, we, you know, just talking about the Rams. That to me now, you're gonna negate woods a little bit next week so could be more acres was my point okay um yeah and then all right we'll go to the patriots but i was one of the big notes i had was keenan allen was not covered by gilmore i would say at least 30 percent of the snaps he wasn't covered by gilmore so it wasn't like what it looked like um on there as far as but you know, it's something, I guess, to consider, but I don't think he'll necessarily be shadowing one or the other. I don't, I don't, I would have a tough time differentiating the Rams guys. But for the Patriots, let's just start with their D. Like the pass rush hasn't looked like that all year. I'm, I'm with you. I don't know if I can trust, you know, like, oh, like you said, here comes the Patriots D of old. Uh, no. But, you know, the Chargers, that's. Finally, they had a bad game. Um, yeah, that's right. I, still, I mean, they should have two or three more wins. Yeah, I mean, they're special teams. It's like they're just awful. <laughs> the punt returns, it seems like every week against them. You know, Lynn, is, there's got it. There's no way that that guy is going to still be there. I, I'm not really concerned about any of the guys. Um, I'm rolling them all out next week. What about you? Yeah, yeah, same. I'm just glad on one of my teams, you know, I got Herbert, Eckler, and Allen. And I'm just glad it wasn't a playoff game. No kidding. Because that's brutal. Yeah. That's how you lose. Right. Because you would think there was, you know, you think you would have garbage time galore, and he did have 53 attempts. So it's tough to score that little with 53 attempts. On the flip side, the Patriots have won back-to-back games with, Cam throwing 84 yards and 69 yards today. Um, He's still getting the rushing touchdowns. I, I don't know if – I mean, I'm sure he's got to be top 12 overall. I don't know if you could trust it. How, what are your, where are you at on Cam? Well, he's got a – he's got a low floor. He does. That's the problem with Cam. If he doesn't – I mean, he usually most of the time gets the rushing TD, but, you know, the week before he had what? three point something fantasy and now this week 25 i mean i got him depending on the matchup he's matchup based could he sneak in to be a qb1 based on the matchup yes i don't like him against the rams he is not a qb1 this week against the rams agreed no 
Agreed. Uh, Damian Harris, they he looked good. They fed him early, gave him some passing work even, and they did run him in the red zone. But he just looks like he's, you know, really good in real football, but it's just not translating on fantasy. Yeah, and don't look now, but here comes Sony Michelle. I'm not going to be too worried about that. But. No, well, he looked good yesterday. Mm-hmm. He got a couple. He got that one red zone. No, I'm telling you right now. This is all Belichick. He doesn't – he likes three, four guys back there. And he and now he's got one of them back. So he had 10 carries. He hadn't played for, what, six, seven weeks. He had a catch for 23 yards. If you didn't know who he was, you just said that guy there is going to get some playing time. And I believe he will moving forward. And, and it's it's going to hurt Harris. Yeah, I, I disagree. I think that it's like he just took, you know, White disappeared. But like I said off the bat, I don't trust Harris, and it's for the same reasons. So, uh, you know, we're pretty much at the same same spot there. Uh, really, nothing else to take. Uh, you just can't trust anyone on <laughs> New England. Uh, let's go to Green Bay, Philly. What What about this theory? that, you know, Rodgers obviously wasn't happy with Love getting picked. Um, you know, the offense. And now maybe they're, you know, trying to get him the MVP with all these short touchdowns and lack of Jones getting in the end zone, in the red zone. Anything to that? No. I mean, this is a big boy league. They don't do stuff like that, really. They're, they're trying to get him the MVP. Yeah. No. No, LaFleur is trying to win ball games, and what he's realized after the first 12 weeks of last year that the best way to do that is to lean on Aaron Rodgers where he didn't before. So that's all that's about. And, uh, yeah, he's right there in the MVP. I mean, it's him and Mahomes now. I, I would say, am I forgetting anybody else? No. Okay. I mean, Wilson's played yep. – his way out of that conversation. Way out of it. But uh, it was encouraging for the Aaron Jones managers because they didn't use Jamal Williams like they have been using him for the last 12 weeks. Yep. I mean, Jones, this is how he played like week one and two. I mean, that, that, that breakaway 77-yarder was the thing of beauty. He broke about six yep. tackles. Then he showed some speed. So I'm hoping uh, – I own him in a couple leagues, so I'm hoping this is the beginning. But, y- you know, 15 carries for Aaron Jones, five for Jamal Williams. And that's how it was, you know, last year, not this year. So maybe they're going to uh, – start featuring him a little bit more. And I think, honestly, looking back, I don't think LaFleur believed in Rodgers 100%. And uh, I think he does now (laughs) because he's played so well. Uh, So there you go. That's what I think about that. Well, if that's the case, I mean, like, what what have you been watching the last 10 years, LaFleur? But nevertheless, he's, he's doing it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, don't you take that run was really nice, but it was just the end of the clock, you know, end of the game. Well, no, but it was the three times as many carries. I agree, but if you, if you 
yeah, I agree. But if you if you take that out, then it's still it's all about opportunity and volume. And they they had a different game plan. Forget the seventy seven yard. Let's pretend it didn't even happen. Okay, well, but that's not how they've been allocating those carries in the backfield for the previous six weeks. Okay. Um, all right. We'll, we'll see. I mean, if Jones definitely, like in a ratio wise, got way more touches, but still overall, you know, wasn't wasn't a ton, but. I agree. You know, it's, it's definitely was encouraging. The most encouraging thing we've seen since he's been hurt. That's for sure. Uh, MVS. He hasn't had, I don't know if you saw, he then dropped like a 70 yard bomb again. I did. It was, you know, it was a, wasn't like he was running unmolested down the sideline and hit him in stride. Yeah. Most catch it. But I mean, obviously Rodgers has no trust in him, and that was his only target. So I think Lazard, you're going to start seeing more and more of Lazard. But, I mean, him and Rodgers and Adams have such a thing going. Right, yeah. Doesn't really matter. No, they are the best in the league for sure. Uh, Eagles, I mean, my, can you try, trust Miles Sanders next week? Well, you can't trust Doug Peterson. Well. So, therefore, you can't trust Miles Sanders. I mean, what is he doing? I don't know. This is like fourth consecutive game. He only played 56% of the snaps this game. Down from, you know, 68, down from, you know, 83. to be. I mean, he's one of the most electrifying runners in the league. This is a team that desperately needs to establish the running game. <clears throat> and they're not. Or the screen game. That's what drives me more crazy. It's like, what, why? in a you know, I understand Scott's okay, but I don't get why he isn't getting. You know, he should be treated like Camara, game style as far as. Yeah, well, they're just not the whole, the whole scheme over there. I've lost total confidence oh, yeah. in what Philly is doing. Peterson, Wentz, I expect Hurts uh, to play to start, probably for the rest of the year, and. Uh, it's a mess. What can you say? It is. So, yeah, we'll yeah, like I said Sanders, I mean, you know, like Sanders versus Cam Akers next week. I might might like Cam Akers quite frankly. Yeah. I mean, he under a normal manager, yes, but I mean there's some again, McVay's got a little that mad scientist in him, so that that's concerning. But yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean the the other option is Peterson, uh, but yeah, and then Hurts. I don't really think anything, you know he he's you're not playing him and doesn't elevate or do anything to the receivers really. Um, let's go to the night game. What Ceh brutal? What was that? Well, that was just again. Now the coach is Andy Reid instead of McVay being trying to just being coy. Yeah, thanks. I mean, he was not he was not going to play. He, then he came out today and said, "Oh yeah, no, he was active. He was absolutely not playing. He lost weight during the week because he had some stomach virus. Had practice. You know, practice is big for almost all these guys except these elitist wide receivers like Julio and Hopkins who never practice." But if you don't practice, even at this level, it really, really hurts you. So it, 
you know, moving forward, it, it was just a bump in the screen. I mean, to me, Daryl Williams looked like the better running back. I mean, Le'Veon is just so washed. I mean, it's, it's sad to watch this guy pussyfoot and then fall down, which is basically what he does. I mean, he was given every opportunity to kind of splash, but he doesn't have it. I mean, say the least. That he just doesn't have it. Uh, that's, that's it. And, you know, on the other side, Gordon, I mean, him getting, I don't know if you saw his long run where he got caught down. Like, there was like three guys that caught him. He is washed too. I mean, those. that's just a lesson for running backs. You know, it's like, you know, take, be grateful for the situation you're in and don't, you know, I don't know how other teams could possibly pay these guys, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, it just, you know, it's ironic we're talking about Le'Veon because it all started with him. Right. And really, at that time, I thought just the opposite of what happened. He's going to prove how valuable he is. He's going to rest his body after taking an incredible pounding with Pittsburgh. And he's going to come out better than ever. And no. And then what it did was it lowered the bar tremendously for the running backs. Now, it hasn't totally wiped it out. So there's still McCaffrey, but you got to be a McCaffrey. Well, actually, I mean, McCaffrey, Cook, and Kamara all got him. But, I mean, they're. Okay. Okay. Sure. Okay. But let's see the next wave of those three. All right. I mean, here's the the good one. Here's the good one. It's not common. Zeke. You can throw Zeke in too. And how's it working? You know. Well, I mean, the other three are working well. Well, Maybe not McCaffrey actually, but a good one to look at will be Carson because he's he's due up. He's he's a good player. He's a top ten running back, talent wise. You know. Let's see what Seattle does if he gets paid or if he someone else pays him. But, um, yeah. Well, you know, that it's too, you, yeah, let's see, but it will mean nothing because it's just the start of this phase. Well, I mean, somebody is going to pay Carson next year who doesn't have a running back. It probably won't be Seattle, be my guess. All right. Well, if that's the case, then maybe it'll, it'll continue to happen because it just need, you just need one team to pay the guy and. No, you do, but there's going to be just less and less. You know, this is a, a the beginning of the fade of the running back. No, no doubt. Just no doubt. Right. And, you know, if I was the Giants, I would trade Saquon and just make the biggest haul. I mean, look at Gallman. He's a solid uh, – no, he's not Saquon Barkley, but he plays every game, and he's an RB1 in this league. And can you imagine the haul you would get for Saquon? So, you know, we'll see. But that that's my take on all that. No, that's that's interesting. Um, finish, finishing up Denver. I mean, Patrick had the TDs. I, I mean, he's he's fine. He's a wide receiver three. Uh, you would have liked to see Lindsey do more with the touches he got, but that's kind of that that team is who they are. Nothing really, you know. They played tough. So, yeah, I mean, the big question for them moving on is lock a legit franchise quarterback. That's, that's really the, the big key there. And I, at this point, he, he hasn't showed he isn't. So right there, it's a positive, but uh, he hasn't convinced me he is. So we'll see. 
Right. Yeah, that that will be interesting to see what the what they do. Um, you know, they could either run them out one more year. You know, I could see, I could see like Wentz. That would be a landing spot for him potentially. Well, I think for, I mean it makes sense for them to run him out one more year. He hasn't been as disastrous as Elway's other picks, <laughs> and Wentz it won't be going anywhere. Okay, because that contract, I, it's always said it's unmovable. And you just never know. But all things being equal, that contract is immovable. Wentz's contract is immovable. Nobody, Philly, yeah, nobody. Well, I mean, one team, the Denver would be the team. There, he's that's what Elway does. Uh, I, I could, I could see that if if any team. But I, I think, yeah, you probably run lockout one more year. Uh, let's 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 move to the Giants. We talked about Gallman. Are, are the Giants good? I think they are. I think they are, too. Their defense is, you know, I mean, Judge has done a tremendous job. He's, I mean, he lost so many close games. Right. And, uh, yeah, you got to be impressed with what they're doing. They dominated Seattle. That was not as close they, as the score indicated. And they made Russell Wilson look like an average QB. I mean, it's hard to do that. Yeah, no, that was that was as bad as Russell Wilson has looked, and it's still he still didn't look that bad, by the way. But yeah, I mean, it was it was five nothing at halftime. That was something else for a score. You won't see that very often. Uh, you know, I would as far as the receivers on the Giants, Ingram, he's as frustrating as any player in the league, quite frankly, just because you see the talent there. Uh, I think it was, you know, mostly game management with McCoy. So they definitely are better with Jones as far as fantasy-wise. Oh, yeah, no question. I mean, he's just managing the game. And, uh, you know, he threw for only 105 yards, but he was adequate. You know, he's a veteran. And uh, that was a surprising win to go to Seattle and dominate that I mean so the Giants now to me they're probably you know unless Washington can upset Steelers they could they could uh you know it looks to me now like the Giants in that division but it's crazy right and yeah no they could yeah they they, they definitely could beat a team at home for sure in the playoffs as well uh as far as Gallman he looked really good he just kind of got that was that talk about being a vulture, that's the definition of it. You know, he just. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they are taking, you know, he's getting about half the carries. I mean, Goldman had 16 and Morris at eight. You know, we talked about Jones and. Okay. I mean, that's what Jamal Williams and Jones was all like until this week. It was 15 and five. So that's why, uh, to me, it was a big thing. Here, they even with Gallman looking great and he's looked really good the last month. Uh, they're just gonna give Alfred Mo- uh, Morris a handful of carries every game to kind of take away from Gallman's value. Yeah, I don't know. I, I watched you know the entire game, like all the games, and he he just got it was like you know he was got tired kind of during because he was still demanding those both those drives, both of those where he got the touchdowns, but. Gallman, you know, he just looked, got a little winded, and then, uh, you know, they took him out, and he Morris got the touchdowns. But I still like Gallman, you know, moving forward as a starter for sure. Uh, 
Carson going to Seattle, he had he had like a he had a fumble and or you know not a fumble, but he dropped the the Wilson's interception was because he went through his hands, and then he messed up like a pitch RPO type thing, and then that was two plays in a row, and then the next play was you know he got or next drive he got a twenty eight yard touchdown catch so. That was nice. That was a nice. It throw. really was. It was a nice throw and nice catch. Yep. So you know he's he's still very very good and he's bounced back nicely. Metcalf, he really gets it, him and Lockett aren't even close now. No, no, Lockett is. I mean, his floor is a very very big concern. Yeah. I mean, for uh, you know, he's not a. I mean, he's a wide receiver too. Don't get me wrong, but he's not a wide receiver. You know, like Metcalf, yeah. It's it, the separation now is uh, it's huge. It is uh, big time. All right, let's move it to Cleveland at Tennessee. That was probably the most surprising game. I mean, we talked about how that wow, this game is going to be the quickest game of the week. It was quite the opposite. I mean, if you, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a way to context how Baker played, but. I don't know. I could see the the Browns getting hot, and they're capable. Um, well, they have the running game, you know, even though Hunt isn't part of it. But they do have the running game, and uh, that's dangerous. Their defense is solid. Yeah, they could go on a run. Uh, I mean, nine of Baker's 11 games before yesterday, he was out of the top 15 in QBs. So you look an average week for him, he's not even playable. But now, yesterday. But can you imagine, for example, if Sam Darnold played for Cleveland and Baker Mayfield played for the Jets? I mean, this just shows you what a system can do, a coaching staff can do. Uh, 100%. I mean, Baker... They'd be saying he could be out of the league if he was quarterback in the Jets. And Darnold, instead of you know, he's going to get traded. He would look really good in that offense. So, yeah, it's just wild. Uh, you can't trust Baker. Yeah. Again, when you can run the ball like they can, you, it covers up a lot of passing flaws. And when you can do that play action, it's it's just the greatest gift you can give to a quarterback. It is. You know, but I think – you can trust Baker a little more than you're saying, but uh, also, you know, Landry, he's a gamer. I like him, how he's playing. I like him for next week. Uh, yeah, he looks healthy from that hip. I mean, that's an, there's another thing. Cleveland needs to trade Beckham. No doubt. I mean, it's it's almost so obvious. I mean, they, 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 they don't even need him. You forget he was even on the I know. team. And it's, it's almost so it obvious. Was like, How do you even get anything for him? Yeah. It's incredible. Uh, absolutely. And Chubb, he's special. Man, is he good. Let's go to Tennessee's side of the ball. Man, they play hard. Hitting, it was 38-7 at halftime. And... They came all the way back. Uh, Corey Davis, where you got him? You know, and we're talking for like, you know, next to the playoffs or moving forward. Total 100% trust on that guy. 
he has earned it. If he didn't, you'd think he was brown if the name wasn't on the back of his jerseys. One game against the Bears, zero. All the rest, double figures. And then he explodes like 34.5. He's had a number of these games. This isn't the first time. And when you look at their schedule moving forward, solid wide receiver two, Corey Davis. Okay, so yeah, you're you're in. Uh, I like hundred percent in on him. Okay, nice. I, I agree. He looks looks really good on tape. I didn't know that. Besides the Bears, that he's done double figures and all. That's pretty impressive. Uh, Henry, you know, he's he's excellent. The Frisker, or whatever he was, that was kind of the garbage time that I don't believe. Yeah, well, I mean, he it, it when. John Smith doesn't play. He's, you know, again, he's in that that wasteland from 12 to 22 tight ends. And, you know, he's has a solid floor of usually eight to 10 points. And that's, again, what he got yesterday. So it's not that really wasn't a fluke for him. If Smith doesn't play, that's pretty much his average line. So uh, they play Jacksonville next week. Yeah. I believe, and they have, I think they're worse in the league against tight ends. So here we go. I like uh, Ferkser next week against. Uh, That's against the Jags? Okay. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm quite as sure on that, but uh, but nevertheless, yeah, no, I guess maybe. You're right. He did have seven targets. No, he does. I mean, it's that's kind of what he gets okay. when Smith doesn't play. So, Just that, you know, they don't pass 45 times ever, but okay, no, I, I could, you know, like you said, it's the tight end wasteland. Well, he's not different yeah. than any of the other guys. Uh, oh, let's if there's any other, what about uh, Higgins on Cleveland? Uh, you know, just too inconsistent with that offensive scheme. I, I did bid on him and, uh, you know, when OBJ went down, but cause you thought maybe, but no. All right. And they got the rate next week. And, and they're, they're a, Pat, they're a running team. So, you know, I don't like that. Right. All right. Uh, Indy Houston. Indy running backs, I'm, you know, I'm, I was big on Taylor, but don't fall for it. I think that's still a mess. What about you? Well, yeah, the usage. I mean, I like ta- Taylor flashed some really good ability, some cutting. Yep. Uh, you know, so which is why people thought he would be a stud immediately once Mac went down. But uh, it's just – you know, you got Himes, you got Wilkins, you got Rivers. You, got, you know, now Hilton emerged a little bit. Uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't think he can be trusted. But if you've got him, you're probably playing him as a RB two or in your flex. Yeah, yeah, that's I, I would agree. Uh, but yeah, not like he's not going to be running back six. You know, uh, like we thought in September. So, but I, I've I've always believed in the talent. Now, Ty, 
Last game was garbage time. This time, maybe he was, you know, he looked like if, if this would have been week one, you would have been like, all right, he's going to be a wide receiver. Sure. Now, we, right. it's shifted so much. We're the latest, not the greatest. Could maybe change the title to the pod that. I mean, is Hilton, is he playable next week? Who are the clients? Uh, let me check why you debate that. So they play. Dun, dun, dun. Um, they have the Raiders. Bad, bad Raiders defense. Yeah, yeah, he could be again, depending. I mean, I'm not convinced. I'm gonna have to see it more. I mean, he was cut in most of my leagues. That's how bad he was. So, uh, can he get it back? Hundred percent. Of course, again. Well, I mean, but you you can't at this point. You can't wait for him to get it. You know, that's too late. It's you know this week. You have to you know be ahead of the game and pull the trigger. So, yeah, I, I could see again. I'd have to look at the the roster, but I could see it. You know. I mean, I based on your more, lineup, I mean, it wouldn't be the wildest thing that you would start him. I like him more than Pittman next week. Well, he got a lot more targets, so that that's the thing. I like Pittman's ability a lot more anymore, but uh, you know, if Rivers not throwing him the ball, he's not throwing him the ball. So, right, I do too. Um, let's jump to Texans side of the ball. David Johnson came back. You know, he's he's like girly. They're just eh, but they're definitely capable of the 10 carries for 18 yards game. Uh, their passing game, so this is the first game without Fuller. And Cooks, to me, looked like he got like a concussion. Now, he came back, and he, he's had a horrible concussion history, so. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised they put him back in the game, considering his history. Um, So, we'll, we'll, I'm going to, let's just. You know, let's let's not be cynical and say it's not a concussion. So he'll let's say he's back next week. Um, Cutie or Hanson? I don't believe in Hanson. Cutie is interesting. What about you? Oh yeah, I hundred percent believe in Cutie now. I mean, yeah. I mean, eight, eight catches, one hundred forty-one yards, and he's a feisty little guy. Yeah. yeah. He probably be better. He could easily be better than Cooks the remainder of the season. I mean, it's tough for uh, Watson managers, you know, because he just doesn't have the weapons that he once did. But this is the NFL. You know, people get open. He's got a hose. Uh, so, yeah, I I agree. I, and that I was actually that's what I was debating. Um, would it be better if like for Cootie, if Cooks was playing or if he was out, I think it'd be better if he was out. Okay, I mean that—that's obviously the conventional. You would think, of course, it'd be better when he's out. But I was thinking, you know, potentially he doesn't get the main, you know, cornerback or the attention schematically. Maybe it could—I could potentially see where it would help him. But yeah, okay, you're, you're probably right. And he's slot receiver. He is slot. And those guys don't get quite the That's, shadow yep. attention that the wideouts do. Yep, and he is slot exclusive, uh, no doubt about it. So, and then Watson, you know, at least he's he's had some rushing re- resurgence, right, or resurgence. 
Yeah, well, he, he his touchdown was something that Kyler would do on a regular basis, but he's not doing it because he's not healthy. There, that one play was a perfect example of what I'm talking about with Murray. But, uh, yeah, he's not running like he used to, Watson. Well, he has the last he's, two weeks or last couple of weeks. Well, I mean, he has, but he had seven carries, 38 yards. Seven is a lot. I mean, 38 yards. Is that now his ceiling for rushing? He used to he had, you know, drop 50 a game there for quite a while. But nonetheless, he's not running. He had 10 points. I've watched every game. Uh, he's not escaping out of the pocket either quite as much as he used to. Mm-hmm. So he threw the ball 38 times. I mean, he's throwing it a ton. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, and when he runs, I mean, he really – does not want to run, okay? When he runs, it's kind of the last option. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I feel like you're kind of ignoring the last couple of games where it's changed a little bit. But uh, nevertheless, he's like he's setting records as far as, like, the percentage of offense that he is. So he's losing weapons, but it's it's all him as far as, you know, that offense. So... I still, you don't feel great, but I still, I don't see the way that, you know, you're not starting Watson. Yeah. Right. right. Uh, Jets Raiders. How, how good's Waller? Cause now after this game, he's, you know, he's right up there as far as the Kelsey Kittle type. It was his first hundred yard game since week two. Like, where do you rate him? kind of moving forward and even well I always felt like they kind of I mean believe it or not underutilized him last year and even up to this game uh you know in terms of what he could be but if they utilize him like that then I mean he had 17 targets right a tight end uh you know he's he's the next that's not really close you got uh Kelsey Kittle then you have him I mean, he's replaced Mark Andrews. I mean, oh, pre-COVID, you know, and, and Mark Andrews was really three going into the. No, year. yeah, he's so he's moved up into that group. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a stud, no doubt about it. Yeah, I'm wondering if he's he's definitely alone in that group. I'm wondering if he's close. I think he's closer to the one than closer to the wasteland. Uh, but. You know, I don't know. You're probably just not – you're best off just not picking tight ends high because what has to yes. happen is they have to have, like, the like they have to have the great year. There's no – or, or else you're screwed. Like, if they have the Andrew, it's like it's a bad pick. So, like, when you pick a tight end in the second round or third round, they have to have the big year or else it's a bad pick. Uh, you know, so that's kind of my take. But he's a, he's a good player. The rest of the offense, Booker, he just didn't really have – it wasn't a good game script. I don't really – wasn't – think it was totally his fault. I mean, he did have 16 carries, didn't do much with, with him against a, you know, questionable Jet defense. He had a bad game. I think if you're a Jacobs owner, it helps you because, you know, he – Booker was sneaking into some of Jacobs' territory there previous to Jacobs sitting out. So then he was given the chance to be the main guy, and he showed he really isn't. I mean, that's why he's still not at Denver. If he had been the main guy, he'd be over there. So he got exposed a little bit. It was a disappointing 
game for him. I mean, 16 carries, you got, you got to do something with that. He didn't do anything. Uh, I mean, Carr, David Carr in real football, I really like him. Fumbles and, a lot. Fumbles a uh, I just like him as a leader. Just talking about his leadership qualities. I really like him, and that guy's a true leader. He is. Uh, fumbles aside. And that last play of the game, I don't know if you saw his post-game interview, but when they blitzed, I mean, that's the famous play over the weekend. They fired Greg Williams this morning. Oh, did as they? As a result of it. You know, some of the wow. – I mean, it was Twitter was – on fire with that's the worst call I've ever seen. Anyway, when Carr saw that setup, last play of the game, eight guys trying to take his head off. He just said to himself, thank you for the coverage. I couldn't just thank you so much. And he dropped a dime. I mean, yeah. rugs. I've been talking about car fumbling. I've seen rugs drop, you know, Tons of balls this year. And I thought, you know, just catch the dang thing. And he did. And, uh, you know, it was a huge win. Just a huge win for the Raiders. Kept them in playoffs. Kept them. They didn't play well. They didn't play well the week before. They got out with the split of those two games. And, uh, no, yeah, it was, it was a huge, huge win for no, the Raiders. I mean, it could have it could, it could potentially changed the trajectory of Carr's career. You know, if they collapse and miss the playoffs, you know. Yep. They okay, this guy, you know, he's not a, not our guy. Can't be trusted. If they all of a sudden now, I think, and they play like they play the Dolphins and Browns, or not the Dolphins and Browns. They play the Dolphins and Colts, I believe. So, you know, they're gonna have they're gonna have a chance to get in. They're gonna have some big games. So yeah, that was that was huge, and that's okay. That's interesting. Williams got fired because that was incredible. Just because they also had a million penalties that last drive where they didn't score the drive where the Raiders ended up not scoring. And I, I don't know how they even got the ball back to have that much, you know, like they turned over on downs with like a minute 30 or something. And then all of a sudden I saw they had the ball back midfield. So I don't, I don't know what the jets were doing, but. Well, they're on, they haven't won a game. Right. That's what they were doing. Right. No. So they got their coach got fired, but the one thing, you know, there's, there's no tanking in the NFL. That's correct. That, well, you can't. It's too physical. You can't. Game. You'll get your head knocked off. You, you, yes, you cannot. You can be horribly coached and undisciplined. There's no tanking, and that might be some of the, you know, appeal to the NFL. Uh, let's go to the Jets and the Ty Johnson. He he runs hard. I, I don't. I wasn't overly impressed, other than he runs hard. But if Gore's out. I don't know. Adams looked better, though, to me. Yeah, but Adams isn't getting the, the run like this kid is. I like him. I like Ty Johnson moving forward. 22 carries <laughs> out of nowhere. 22. Go go down and check everybody's rushing totals. Hardly anybody got 22. Longest run was 16 yards. He showed a little bit of wiggle. He ran 14 pass routes. 14 now. You know, out of, he caught the two balls. Hadn't played in ever, really. And he went out and did that. And he's going to get, if he's getting 22 carries a week, yeah, he's low end RB2. Right about the, 
22 to 24 range for sure. Okay. And he's probably available. He's available. He's going to be the number one waiver wire pickup this week as you move into your fantasy playoffs because – I mean, in my six leagues, he's available in all six. I mean, it's... I would say Cootie's better, but... Uh, Pardon me? Cootie, I would I'd like... Oh, no, that was last week, my man. <laughs> all right, I don't care. That's yesterday's... Okay. That's in, like in, in your, okay. latest, not the greatest. In your ultra high competitive leagues, sure. But in most leagues, Cootie's available. Uh, no, okay, not no, no. I mean, you know, when did Fuller go out? I mean, it seems like a month ago. So anyway... It's not nearly the same. So. Uh, either way, so you're big on how much would you spend? Everything? Well, you know, I don't know about everything. You need a little for, you know, you got three weeks. So you hate to, but uh, over half of what you got. Okay. It depends. I have to look at the league and what, you of know, course. Yeah. your competitor. And... Right. Um. All right. Uh, the game's tonight. So we got the early five o'clock Eastern Washington Steelers. Would it, would it, would the Steelers be better off losing a game? Do you buy it to that at all? Yes. I mean, I, okay. All the Steelers fans can relax when I say this. I mean, that's one of the worst undefeated looking teams I've seen in the history of the NFL in week 13. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Yeah. So I think. It would behoove them to lose a ball game. They have a very weak schedule moving forward, as I recall. So, and they probably they, they probably won't. But well, yeah, uh, this is the one to lose because they would still get the one seed because this is their the first tiebreaker. Well, the first tiebreaker is head to head, but then it's conference record. So, I'm I'm a, I'm a big I'm a Steelers fan, hardcore, and they would. This is like they would. It would kind of be a blessing in disguise to lose this game, or not. Maybe not even disguise. It'd just be a straight blessing. Uh, and it could happen. Steelers play down to their competition. Wouldn't, they do. Wouldn't surprise me. Yep. I mean, it, it's the NFL. You know, there's no like you said, no tanking. Uh, these guys, they are stud athletes their whole life. You know, maybe they aren't Walter Payton, but you know, it's like Ty Johnson. You give them an opportunity. And you just never know. So Washington's got a sneaky good defense. Uh, they could put Ben on his back a few times for sure. Yeah, no, they could. They could. Uh, it actually should be a good game, and the second game should be a good game. Uh, Bills at Niners. I mean, Niners are favored. You see the Niners winning? That should That should be a good game. I'm a little surprised the Niners are favored, but, you know, it looks like a pick em game to me. But... Yeah, that, it's like one point or something. Okay. Um, yeah, Niners are coming on. be a big win for the Niners. I mean, Bills are, you know, they're probably in either way. Uh, that, should be a, that should be a good game. I think both games will be a good game today. I'm really looking forward to both. Right, I agree too. Because like, I'm showing the, pre, the previews of the spreads. Pitt's only six points, which is, you know, on the surface, a four and seven team on the road against eleven and zero. You know, that's usually a sixteen point. Uh, so that that tells you as far as, you know, you're right. Like Steelers are, I, I think there's twenty. There's been twenty eleven and zero teams, but they might be the worst. Yeah, I mean they're still good. Are they? 
Are they the second best team in the league? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, are are Packers? Are they better than the Saints? Saints and Packers would be the next two, I would say. Yeah. I would. I. You know, again, it just depends on game flow. You know, the Saints got a really good uh, rushing D. They're creative offensively. Breeze will be back. Uh, Yeah. Right. So it's it's wide open. It's not like, and even KC last night, they didn't look unbeatable either. No, they didn't. But yeah, you still like them more than the others. But yeah, no. Uh, and then on the Saints, real quick. So they that's who they play. Miles Sanders plays them next week. They haven't had a hundred yard rusher in fifty games. Yeah, yeah, I'm aware of that. Yeah, they're just really. Yeah, he's. I mean, I'm not a fan of Sean Payton, but he's a good coach. No question about it. He is. All right, that was good. We'll finish the rest of the games. Look at the waiver wire. Break down the Monday games tomorrow. Okay, Ryan. Take.